Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Our goal is to become the arbiters of of truth. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Having one of those days where I can't walk with a cup of coffee. Some days I can walk down the hall fast with a cup of coffee and not spill a drop. Some days I just have the rhythm wrong and I'm slopping it all over the place. You're trying too hard. It's weird. Let it flow. Become one with gravity. Lose my groove. Trust the force, Luke. Live from Studio C. 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 your dimly lit room where? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Mark Zuckerberg and Karen Bass. Two people I believe to be malign presences on the earth. Evildoers, yet clever, capable, formidable. I know who Mark Zuckerberg is. I don't know this Karen Bass person very much. I tell you this, Jack, as you know, I attended uh, from kindergarten through third grade the Sung Tzu Academy of Chicagoland. We as little children studied uh, military strategy, the martial arts, demolitions, espionage, etc. And uh, like the great general advised, know your enemy. As well as you know yourself, or something like that, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, those two need to be watched carefully, and we'll explain why. Know your enemy. What did Sung Tzu say about you got to respect your enemy, know him, and something like that? Yeah. Ne- and never underestimate him. That's the key part. Now it's all coming back to me. <laughs> Is it? The pre-dawn martial arts lessons, the your, marching. Your training? Exactly. 
So uh, it's the a, donning of the ceremonial robes. It's kind of a wordy one. You want the full quote? How how wordy is it? Like ten thousand words? No, it's like a couple sentences. Go ahead. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Pretty interesting. Yes. I got some stuff on that coming up later about us and China. That uh, that's pretty interesting, but I won't get into that now. Uh, for whatever reason, on Thursday's economic numbers comes out, mm-hmm. and the uh, the United States economy had the worst quarterly drop uh, ever. Worst ever. Prejudicial. <laughs> Clickbait. Yeah, exactly. Clickbait. This, this worst ever. The economy contracted by a third. Just a third. Economic uh, intercourse. <laughs> I mean, come on. a third. That's fine. We can bounce right back from that. <laughs> Second quarter was the worst ever. Worst quarter ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, golly. You know, it seemed pretty bad at the time. (laughs) So the GDP fell 9.5% in the second quarter. Uh, That's absolutely amazing. On an annualized basis, that's, as Joe mentioned, 33%. So uh, people who want to make it sound worse will go with the annualized number. As if it's going to be every quarter is going to be that way. Well, it's not going to be that bad every quarter. So that's unfair to go with the annualized number, I think. But, uh, you know, some... Compared to every other uh, quarter in our nation's history, there's nothing really that comes close. Uh, you're taking it out of context. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Got a picture of a hot chick in a tank top saying, yeah. how bad was the economy this quarter? I guess I'll click on that. Oh, must be look a picture at her. Of her She's there. got large breasts. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not a surprise to anybody, though, right? See, the, the interesting thing to me about that news is... Did you think it wasn't as about as bad as you've ever seen in your life? I've never seen this many closed stores. I've never know. walked through airports where everything is closed and has metal gates over it. So no, I'm not surprised at all by this. Right. It's it's you know, you got to report it, but let's not act like it's a giant, oh my god, can you believe this headline? I I perfectly can believe it. That's right. what I expected. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like a 40-foot-tall dog walks into the room. That's not a large dog. That's something you've never seen before in your life. Right. And that's what this uh, last quarter has been. Everybody knows it. Remember, it's not the disease. It's the reaction. It's the policy. Now, a lot of people would have uh, you know, stopped flying and traveling and, and gathering and bar hopping and the rest of it anyway but the substantial part of that drop is because of government policy and we ought to be continually looking at and reappraising government policy during the pandemic Mm -hmm. because just because that's what we've been doing doesn't mean we ought to keep doing it as we were discussing yesterday at some length uh knowing from my own uh boy career financial situations uh relationships Eating, I can think of all kinds of things. One, one, one good part about uh, doing really, really bad is it's uh, plenty of room for growth. Plenty of sure. plenty of room to turn to have some upside because you're so far down. Oh yes, things are going so poorly. You know, it's like when you're making no money. Making any money would be a huge step percentage wise up from here. True enough. Yeah, there so. you go. That, that there you, you just made a little lemonade, didn't you? Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> we we buy this lemonade. Uh, that's rough. This lemonade burns. 
Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll talk more about all this stuff in a little bit. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. He uh, he pees bees, presses buttons. He pees L's, pees pull, bees. pulls levers. Don't use initials for these. <laughs> How are you this morning, man? Bad idea. I'm doing great. I. He's so tough. He pees bees. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what this is. It sounds like some no sort clue. of old-timey southern expression that doesn't exist. I'm just mystified. Um, anyway, Amazon. You know, they, they always complain that Amazon is putting out brick-and-mortar stores. Right. But yet, the other day, I go to a store, and they don't have the merchandise I need, and the people don't help me. And this is where I said to my fiance, I said, they wonder why people oh, shop yeah. online, and we yeah. drove all the way out here. They don't always help themselves. That's the problem. So I don't I, always blame Amazon. I agree with you 100%. I'm amazed at how often I get I get the attitude, they don't give a crap that I'm there. Nobody's even going to stand up to look to see if they've got the thing I asked about. They're busy looking at their phone. And I think, okay, fine. I'll just buy from Amazon from the rest of my life, I guess. <laughs> if you can't bother yourself to even try to help me. I run into that all the time. Just got another 30 minutes in my shift, dude. I'm not trying to work. Yeah, exactly. I heard that. And, and Sean, that actually brings me to my point. It's a great example of the creative destruction of capitalism in that a lot of companies decided, and I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular because my son used to work there, we are going to pay people the rock bottom, and we'll just work them hard, not respect our workers, not make them happy to be there, and that we will thereby enhance our profits. <laughs> Which I, as a free market guy, say, okay, why don't you try that? And then you have other places, and then you get this sort of service Michelangelo is talking about. And you think, I'm not coming back here. And then my son's new employer is regularly listed as one of those best places to work, and it's the opposite of the first place. And they're known for having helpful and cheerful employees, and you can't get into the place that's so crowded. So there you go. The, the the bad decision makers will lose, and the good decision makers will win. Um, glad you brought that up, Michael. I, I run it all the time. And I think, wow, is as tough as it is right now, and with Amazon kicking your ass, you're not even going to try to help. Okay. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. You talking about uh, your inability to walk with coffees on some days reminds uh-huh. me of one of my favorite radio bits that I've tried to get launched at, at several different points, but some sort of... Radio decathlon or radio like college football uh, combine tryout, right? <laughs> you got the the hot coffee sprint down the hallway. You know how quickly can you change the paper in the printer? I, I got to think of like <laughs> other things that are specific to radio industries, and right. you know, can, can you run up a flight of stairs and then do a sixty second live read or something? You know what I mean? Like uh, you know various uh, physical feats that 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 those in the broadcast in- industry are familiar with. There are some days I those of us left. There are some days <laughs> I can basically run with a cup of coffee and not spill a drop, mm. and then some days I just am, I got my rhythm wrong and I'm just sloshing it all over. The place. <laughs> My my favorite is uh, whether it's a car or a golf cart. Uh, our golf cart has like a rear view mirror thing that makes the roof a little lower. You can get in and out of it twenty five times in a row. That twenty sixth time, you smash your head. What's going on there? What happened? You'd think the human would be better designed than that. I mean, you chew a million times a year, and like twice, you bite the side of your cheek so hard you think you're gonna die. <laughs> bite right through it. Of course, that wouldn't bother you, Michael. You're tough enough to PBs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. Still on don't this. know what that means. It is uh, <laughs> Little Friday, Thursday, July 30th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. 
Well, then, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. It was reported that uh, Donald Trump Jr. got taken down for a period of time because he put something up on uh, the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine. Whether hydroxychloroquine was the correct medication, uh, you know, given the circumstances. Now, why did that happen? Congressman, well, first to be clear, I think what you might be referring to happened on on Twitter. So it's hard for me to speak to that. <laughs> You're not Twitter. <laughs> What's Facebook? Is that, I've never seen that in a bookstore. Eh. Wow. The digital literacy in our government just took the life out of me yesterday. Well, it's a lagging something. right? Sooner or later, they'll catch up. The average age is 80, and that has an effect on it. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Humor. Uh, folks challenging us. Looking for an argument. Well, you've found one. <laughs> you stepped in the right place. That's right. Uh, so we'll bring you up to speed on everything. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. An investigation underway into the Florida Marlins to figure out, hey, what happened with you? No other teams are having problems like all your players have COVID. What did you do different? So they're trying to figure that out. I got a little more on that coming up. Huh. A little of the hearings from yesterday is uh, if you follow the inside baseball stuff in politics, a guy named Jim Jordan who doesn't wear jackets um, and is a, uh, well, he's trying to become... He wants to be Speaker of the House someday. Yeah, I'd like to see that, honestly. So, uh, anyway, got a bunch of different stuff to talk about. Yeah, a friend of mine is in the hospital with a vid right now. Just found out really? yesterday. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I guess he's he's pretty sick. We're, we're, I mean, he's in good spirits. We were texting back and forth, but um, yeah, yeah, it's nasty. And ironically, he left a uh, high-population place to uh, go be in a low-population place, partly because of the vid, and he got it there. Mm. So. Does he have any idea where he got it? Uh, didn't ask him that specifically, but he's been there for a while. So it was, it was, well, there's no reason to, to, to keep it secret. It's a large state. He's in Montana. But he wouldn't know if he got it at the hardware store or a restaurant or. Is he probably in with the Marlins at all? I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a that good is question. The right Marlins there. spring training, of course, <laughs> is in Montana. <laughs> uh, no, no, he didn't in- indicate that. I might ask him, but I, I shared probably a, be guessing. I shared a straw with the second baseman from the Florida Marlins. And <laughs> yeah, the... yeah, exactly. I ran into the Marlins at the airport, and they all coughed on me. I mean, that's uh, other than that, how would you know, really? Mm-hmm. Mailbag. Wee-hee. Well, I can't resist. Uh, Jim passed along a freedom-loving quote of the day from the great H.L. Mencken, so we will roll with it. Uh, This is uh, probably worth repeating on a monthly basis. The urge to save humanity is almost always a false front for the urge to rule. We need control to help you. Give us control and we'll help you. But give us control. Oh, this is uh, Alan. No need to be anonymous here. 
Simply want to tell you that the dialogue you guys did from 6.50 to 7 a.m. yesterday was magnificent. Oh, I thought so, too. I was saying that all day. That would be uh, <laughs> podcast hour one, segment four, I uh, believe. Yes. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? Yes, I do. It is one of the most sane, rational, thoughtful descriptions of how human behavior has become one based around fear of being hurt. We were talking about the COVID mm. and the government response to it. Uh, you've made this point before in other more sane times, but in reference to the China virus today, it was for me a bullseye. Um, and I, she says, I hope that everyone can hear it. I hope that everyone can hear it. Thank you for the kind words, Alan. We're trying our best. I think more people should write in with what was the worst segment every day. I have no need to hear that because I'm always I like aware to eliminate. Oh, <laughs> you carry that one around for 24 hours. Oh, yeah, like a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. A damn clickbait, writes Jordan. Didn't even make it through the first sentence. Oh, what are you talking about, clickbait? The headline is... Exclusive. Buddy, first dog to test positive for COVID-19 in the U.S. has died. All right, I'll click on it. Then you go there, and the subhead is, even though the German Shepherd had cancer, his health records show how little we know about animals and coronavirus. All right. So a, a German Shepherd had cancer and died. I, I wish, wish, wish we could somehow separate deaths with coronavirus from deaths from coronavirus. As it's become infinitely clear the thing spreads like crazy, and the vast majority of people are fine or only mildly ill. That that makes it obvious, inescapable, that lots and lots of people who died with it did not die from it. Also, I, I can't believe all the media, including Fox, reports we have the most cases and deaths of any country on Earth all the time. We have no idea what China or Russia or India have. Right. And the number per capita is really important. Of course. And as we've discussed many times, cases can be very misleading uh, and, and, and almost irrelevant in that the vast majority of people are fine. Um, the devil reincarnate, writes Kurt. So this guy, the Zuck, was the only one of the tech titans to say China is a-hole. My question, is he still evil? Discuss. Back to Sung Tzu and Karen Bass and Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Karen Bass, who I heard a long interview with, is absolutely a radical leftist. But she is very, very smart and capable in covering it up. She is very skillful. And that's why she's all the more dangerous. You get a, a yahoo like AOC. Come on. You can deal with her easily enough. Because she, she, she just spouts everything that comes into her pretty little head. But somebody clever and evil like Zuckerberg or Bass, they're the ones you got to watch. Well, so what I didn't I didn't catch this part of the hearings. We actually have the the okay. audio that will play in a little bit okay. um, because we're about out of time. But uh, the tech titans were asked about China and they're stealing our secrets and the rest of it. And the three of them, Cook from Apple, Pache from Google, uh, Pachai rather, and uh, and and what's his name? Bezos. Bezos. I haven't seen that. I'd have to see. And Zuckerberg said, oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. So that was, uh, you know, I give, I give him credit. I still think he's the Antichrist, but I give him credit. I noticed he wore a jacket and tie yesterday, Zuckerberg. Loosened a tie. It was not a good tie knot. It was, no. a, it was a clip on. He really has the I'm a high school kid dressing up for the first time look going. He just He just can't escape it. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Big tech's out to get conservatives. That's not a suspicion. That's not a hunch. That's a fact. We do not uh, want to become the arbiters of of truth. Uh, I think that that would be um, a a bad position for us to be in and and not uh, not what we should be doing. Can you today assure Americans you will not tailor your features in any way to help specifically help one candidate over other. And this, this, what I'm concerned about is you're helping Joe Biden over President Trump. We won't do any work, uh, you know, it, to politically tell anything one way or the other. It's against our core values. Yeah, bull crap. So that last, Bullshit. So that last guy was the Google guy? Yes. He's the least known. He keeps his head down. By design, I feel. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's at the, uh, the, the uh, controls of a super gigantoid behemoth force on earth and he just as soon you know uh, stay behind the scenes the other guys particularly uh bezos and uh, uh, uh zuckerberg obviously have gone out of their way to become household names they like that whole thing clearly and everything that goes with it um you know hanging around movie stars and the big parties and all that sort of stuff 
Is uh, Pichet a, a founder, or is he just the guy that runs the conglomerate? I think part of the Bezos-Zuckerberg uh, thing is they started it. Mm. If Steve Jobs were still in charge of Apple, you know, Tim, he'd he'd have a different feel than, than Tim Cook. But I don't know. Anyway, oh, so uh, one of the most interesting moments of the deal to me yesterday, the hearing on Capitol Hill, which I expected to uh, result in nothing, and I will probably end up being right, Bezos has been running Amazon for 25 years. That's uh, that's wild. I remember when it first burbled up as a seller of books. Well, I remember. Yeah, that's right. It was I all used about books. books. And then mm, um, right. for like a decade or more, well into that 25 years, they'd never made a profit. And it was an ongoing joke of they <laughs> lost money every year, every yeah. single year. And people mocked. Them when are they going to finally recognize this doesn't work? Nobody <laughs> wants this. What are they doing? They're so stupid. Now they run the world. Yeah, I've come to hate Amazon. Really? Yeah, the way they oh, do things. I, I, you're, you're one of their uh, most loyal customers. I know, uh, well, well, they've changed a lot just in the last couple of years. But, you know, the, the whole you you search on a product and they shove a bunch of stuff that they're getting extra money from from sponsors at. Yeah, right, I, right. I, I hate that. Far from the best deal. You can, you can am, uh, Google, you don't Google it, you Amazon it on their site, a specific book title, and they will not list that. They will not give you that. Mm. They'll give you three other books they'd rather you buy because they make more profit off of it before you get to the book you specifically searched on. I, I hate have, that. I have had that experience, not with books, but with p- specific products. I have to go to page three to find what I specifically searched for. Right. Because they have so yep. many things they want to shove down your throat yeah. instead. It's, and um, the whole you pay extra for this number of days delivery thing is just a joke at this point. Now, how much oh, yeah. of that is covid I don't know. I know that is some of it, definitely, but, but it just so, yeah. but uh, it just it just doesn't exist. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, thought that I started a while ago was that one of the more interesting uh, moments of the hearing was when uh, who's do- is this uh, Jim Jordan doing the questioning? I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, asking, uh, it's not asking the super heavyweights of tech about China stealing from U.S. companies. Clip twenty-eight, please. A question for all four: uh, Yes or no answer. Do you believe that the Chinese government steals technology from U.S. companies? Start with Mr. Cook. Uh, I don't know of specific cases where we uh, have been stolen from uh, by the government. So you don't believe that the Chinese government's stealing technology from U.S. companies, or you're just saying that not from yours? I'm saying uh, I, I know of no case on ours where it occurred, which is I can only speak to firsthand knowledge. Mr. Pichai, do you believe that the Chinese government steals technology from United States companies? Uh, Congressman, uh, uh, I have no firsthand knowledge of uh, any information stolen from Google. Wow. Mr. Mr. Zuckerberg? Uh, Congressman, I think it's well documented that the Chinese government steals technology from American companies. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mr. Bezos? Hello? You're on mute. Mr. Bezos, I believe you're on mute. <laughs> I'm go. sorry. I've seen, I have heard many reports of that, and I, I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard many reports of it. So of all the different products that Amazon carries, you haven't seen that in any of the, the companies that sell products on Amazon or your company yourself? Oh, well, certainly there are uh, knockoff products, if that's what you mean, and there are counterfeit products and all of that. But the Chinese, uh, if the answer is the Chinese government stealing technology, that's the thing I've read reports of uh, and, and but don't have uh, personal experience with. Wait a second. Wait a second. So uh, all companies in China are the Chinese government, 
and they're producing yeah. and they're yeah. producing things that are exactly like another American product. But you're saying you have no knowledge of the Chinese government being involved in anything. I mean, what does that even mean? Look, there are there you see the costs of doing business with a giant evil communist regime. You must silence yourself. You cannot criticize them. Right. That you cannot say weird. it out loud. It's as simple as that. All hail Mark Zuckerberg. Good answer. I really appreciate him saying that. Th- those, those other answers were so weak. I, if, I wish the congressperson, whoever that was, would have gone further. Wait a second. You, you don't... You don't, like, read the newspaper? <laughs> you have no idea? This is all new to you? I have no personal knowledge of any specific theft from Apple. That's not what I asked you. Right. Well, and what was funny was the dynamics of Bezos going after Zuckerberg, who, to his credit, was unequivocal and stated the clearly obvious. I think it's well documented that China, yeah. Yeah, and and Bezos, obviously, once he got the mute off, had... (laughs) I I heard he was snacking during the uh, trial. They they didn't ask him a question for like the first two and a half hours. It was bizarre. I know there's a lot of speculation on on that, how much either his ability to write articles in the Washington Post, or you don't get to go to his cool parties in Washington, D.C., or whatever. What's the reason for the richest man on the planet who controls so much information and in, in every product in America, yeah. you didn't get around to him for two and a half hours? During an antitrust hearing. Not one question. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that more later, but uh, getting back to the China thing, just it was clear that he was forced to uh, craft his answer in the shadow of what Zuckerberg had said. If I'm the congressman, I'm going to say, let's do one more round. Given what you just heard Mark Zuckerberg say, Tim Cook, any comment on that? Well, I don't personally know of any specific. Uh, Listen, you're doing zillions of dollars of business with an awful communist regime, and you can't say anything bad about them. I would love, 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 love to hear somebody like Tim Cook well, Grant is answerable to his shareholders. That is what he is there for. I will grant you that. I would love to hear him say, it would be incredibly injurious to Apple if I were to criticize the Chinese government. Just say it. We all know it. But you know they've stolen tons of... proprietary information from Apple. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On iPhones and iPads and all their products. Yes. There's all kinds of Chinese knockoff stuff around the world that's just basically they replicated what Apple did. And they're not going to say that out loud. That's interesting. Well, Well, that's the beauty of the lawyerly answer, is that if Tim Cook did not know specifically which dude snuck into the factory and out of which file cabinet which I realize is a ridiculous notion since we're talking about tech, but <laughs> which file cabinet the specific dude took it out of, he could say, I really don't know the specifics of any theft from Apple. Well, he would have taken it to, President Xi has never broken into my home. Right. <laughs> right. If he had to. But he didn't have to, because they let him off the hook. <laughs> I like the theory that you don't get to go to the coolest parties in town if you grill Bezos too hard. So they uh, they lay off for two and a half hours. You know what we need to get to is the the so-called settlement uh, between the authorities in Portland and the federal government and the incredible dishonesty going on. I mean, just mind-boggling dishonesty, including from alleged uh, uh, journalists. 
But first, a quick message from our friends at Simply Safe. Best home security system you can get. Most of the systems trap you with high prices, tricky contacts, lousy customer support. Simply Safe doesn't have those things, but it has all the good stuff. Oh, you can catch President Xi breaking into your home if you've got Simply Safe. That's right. Best overall home security of 2020. Or see that he's on your front porch trying to steal your package sent by Jeff Bezos, ironically, with a, with a camera. This is so great. So it's about $15 a month. You're not locked into any long contract. You can set it up yourself in under an hour. No technician is required or going to come to your home. It's awesome. And with a 60-day risk-free trial and free shipping, there is absolutely nothing to lose in trying this out. Yeah, you ought to give it a try. The installation is effortless, and it is uh, going to make you sleep better at night. Try Simply Safe at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get free shipping, 60-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, so they know we sent you. Simply is S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. We will have to get to the Portland uh, versus uh, Trump story <laughs> coming up a little bit later. Um, I did my first gluten-free day yesterday. Whole family gluten-free. Mm. First day. And it was, uh, there were some struggles. There was, there was, there was some happy, uh, there were some happy things we realized that were gluten-free. Like when we discovered the fact that, uh, What's the? They're magically delicious. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms are gluten free. That was Lucky that was a, Charms. That was a huge win. I thought they were wheat. Huh. That was a huge win. And then there were other things that we assumed were gluten free, like Rice Krispies, because it's rice. It's not wheat. No, they're not gluten free. So you really have what to. What the what? You have to do your research. And then there did are. Did you did you get into how Lucky Charms are a demeaning stereotype of my people? We spent a lot of time on that. Good. Um, but we did have hot dogs last night with no buns, which the kids really uh complained about. <laughs> That is a disappointment. Henry even said, that's it, I'm getting a bun. He got out of his chair and went over to the, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm eating a bun. So that was day no one. No bun for you. <laughs> We're doing it because of his health situation. And every doctor we've seen, every therapist, every psychiatrist, every medical doctor, every kind of doctor have said, have you tried going gluten-free? Now, some of them are just into the church of gluten, as I call it. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a cause for some people. I recognize that there are people legitimately that have problems with gluten, but that ain't what's driving this whole gluten thing. No, not in part. Sure, it's 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 a craze. It's a craze. All right, here's what you do. You get them like eight, ten hot dogs. You cut notches in them like Lincoln Longs. You build them a little cabin out of hot dogs. Look at this. Cover huh? it with ketchup. How fun and is go that? To work. How fun is that? He won't even think of the bun. Please. And we stopped at a gluten-free bakery uh, that ha- a lot of people had recommended, and there was some stuff there that was full-on great. Oh, good. And I had, hear it. I had never had anything gluten-free that wasn't awful, uh, wh- which I realize is because a lot of the gluten-free stuff that I've tried is also vegan. Ah, Vegan oh. is where you cross the line into awful, oh. in my opinion. Oh, that's why those people are stuff. so damn thin. And can barely, you know, lift a pen over their heads. So, exactly. Something yeah. that's only gluten-free can be good, I've now discovered. If it's vegan, it's pretty tough. These pens are so heavy. Is can, it the ink? Can you <laughs> click it open for me? Please click it open. <laughs> I write half a sentence and I get so tired. But, like, we had some blueberry coffee cake last night that was gluten-free Ooh. that was as good as any I've ever had in my life. Gimme. Now we did eat oh, s- blueberry coffee cake. So I didn't catch on to this earlier. We had a we had a um, a, a scone that was vegan and gluten free, ah. but it was vegan and it was as if you tripped and fell on the beach and took out a <laughs> mouthful of sand. <laughs> 
Who wouldn't enjoy that with a oh, cup of coffee? Oh, we all joked about that for the entire day. Still trying to get the sand out of my mouth. <laughs> 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 but uh, day one of gluten-free, and uh, Henry's saying, I think I feel better already. So I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> man. Let's hope. I, I hope. Yep. Uh, maybe he suffers from placebia, and this will uh, this will help with that. I don't know. but It'll be cured. And Joe really wants to see all your gluten uh, emails. Uh, what? And uh, commentary about the gluten lifestyle no, and I recipes. Don't. He said no. those are his favorite emails. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Do the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you. It's my brother's birthday today. Happy birthday to my youngest brother. Indeed, yeah, happy birthday. I've only met him once or twice, but the fine fella. He's working like crazy during the COVID. He works at a place where they, because he's the boss at a certain level, everybody beneath him has had to stay home, and he's doing everybody's job. Oh, my god! And it's just, like, killing him. Yeah, I know a handful of folks like that. I know people, we got an email today from a guy whose business is just going crazy. You see, they can't keep up. And you got folks in the hospitality sector, obviously tourism and a uh, hundred other examples that are just devastated. Uh, biggest drop, uh, economic drop ever in the second quarter. We set a record, folks. Way to go. Most miserable quarter of contraction in, uh, since they've been keeping track right. in the U.S. of Moving down. Yeah. It shouldn't surprise anyone. No, I don't think it does, honestly. It's, what would it's you expect miserable. to happen if you closed down almost every business in America for a couple of months? Right. Right. Including Ford and GM not making cars. I mean, it's just astounding. We'll be talking about this for centuries. Yes. Yes. Um, and and what the headline will be um, is still in doubt, as we were discussing yesterday. Maybe the headline will be uh, at one of the greatest periods of peace and prosperity in American history, the people have become so soft that they were terrified into ruining themselves to avoid a disease which was unavoidable. I, or, or to lar- in large measure unavoidable. My, my guess would be it's going to lean more toward folly than brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you're almost certainly right. A 30-foot tall... Oh, we're going to talk about the, the Portland settlement, so-called settlement. It's, you know, provisional. We'll have to see how it goes. But uh, withdrawing uh, some of the federal... Um, uh, officers from Portland around the courthouse, the incredible, egregious lying of the media, as usual, on that story, and and much more. And an account, if you haven't heard it, an absolutely brilliant, honest account from an AP uh, news reporter. And the AP in recent years has become, you know, New York Timesy. I'll just say that. Uh, but this guy was absolutely dead on. He brought it, and uh, so an account you won't want to miss about what it's actually like inside that courthouse, uh, where people are presumably doing the work of of you, the people of the United States. Anyway, a thirty foot tall steel sculpture of Sir Francis Drake has been removed near the Larkspur Ferry Terminal in Marin County, California. Finally. Oh, I hated Sir Francis Drake. What did he do? Sins against humanity. I have to list them for you? (laughs) 
One, one horror more drakey than the one before it. I know that he's another one of those explorers I had to learn about like every grade of my life for some reason. I'm not sure why they were so explorer-focused when I was a kid. But uh, Sir Francis Drake uh, uh, discovered the Potawatomi River or something. I don't know. Something. Was that the Fountain of Youth guy? Nope. That was Ponce de Leon. Okay. DeSoto discovered the Mississippi River. Magellan circumnavigated the Earth. We all know what Columbus did. Sir Francis Drake escapes me right now. Do you care? Barely. Okay. Um, I don't know. He was an English uh, explorer during the age of uh, Western uh, civilization exploring and taking over lands, and that's enough. Interestingly enough, uh, his name is widespread in Marin County from the long boulevard that runs from the bay to the coast to the high school in San Anselmo, California. Hate the Drake. But for some reason, he's got to be canceled. <laughs> Sir Francis Drake. Canceled. <laughs> Listen, at the risk of making this point too repeatedly, that whole idiotic, well, uh, Sir Francis Drake, he he brought in the the white people or whatever, and they took it from the Indians, so it really belongs to the Indians, which ignores the fact that there were different Indians before those Indians, and then there were different folks before those folks, and before those folks, I'll bet you're with me now, there were other people. (laughs) So, exactly at what point? point in history do you want to freeze the so-called ownership of a particular plot of land and declare those people the righteous ones who should have it forever i couldn't agree. how do you do that math i couldn't agree with that more i also don't understand how a statue to sir francis drake ever got put up 30 feet tall that's uh, a big old statue he was the one who claimed california for the english yes okay. Yes, by golly. And that's why we remain loyal subjects to this day. Oh, that's right. The English lost the land, and now the United States has it. To further make my point. Wow, that is something. What a weird period we're going through. I know it. Like there were a bunch of children kneeling, worshiping Sir Francis Drake at the foot of the statue. No, they'd look at it and say, really, who was he? And maybe learn a little something about history. Who's harmed? Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions. Limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.